Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Downforce, the invisible hand that pushes a racing car into the circuit and allows you to take ridiculous amounts of speed from turning through the apex to the exit. It doesn't exist in all forms of motor racing and getting used to it and believing it can help you is part of a driver's development if they want to go all the way to the top of the sport, whether it's in single-seaters or in prototype racing cars. Downforce has got to be something that you trust, even though you can't see it. It's got to be your friend. And one of the places that you can find out all about it and indeed begin to harness its qualities is in a series like the Cooper Tires Prototype Lights, powered by Mazda. And that's next up here on IMSA Radio. The Cooper Tires Prototype Lights, powered by Mazda, on IMSA Radio. It's race time, and here with the grid is Greg Kramer. Thank you very much, John. Indeed, round seven of the Cooper Tires Prototype Lights Championship, powered by Mazda. And uh, we are looking at the starting lineup, and it is an interesting one up front. It is all the number 20 and the number 60 running for JDC Motorsports. The young Matt McMurray on pole with a new track record at a 1 minute 13.607. Folks, this is a development series. Listen to the average speed for this 2.459 10-turn lap, 120 0.266 miles an hour. That's average. It tells you what these cars are capable of. Alongside, outside of the front row, teammate number 60, Kenton Cook, runaway points leader right now. Five wins in the second over the first six races. Pretty big margin in the points at this stage, almost 30 at, at this point for Kenton Cook. Row number two, that is the double zero of Robert Alon, and that is a uh, great effort for him, a driver with very little experience in racing in general, still unforking a great time. And the third of the JDC Motorsports cars, the number 10 of Clark Topey, who's the only other driver with a win thus far in the season. And then completing the uh, fifth row, or the uh, five and six row three, Austin Versteeg in the number 16. And then the fastest of our Masters category drivers in the Lights One class, the number 77 of John Falb. Second in Masters and seventh in the Lights One category, the 31 of Michael Klemecki. And in eighth in Lights One, it is the number 12 of Tony Bullock. Then completing row number five in the ninth spot, the number 25 of Joel Janko. He is third in Masters in the Lights One category. And then completing the top ten, Don Yount, also a Masters driver in the number 28 machine. We're going to pause at this moment. It is time for us to get ready to set this field on its way. This is a 30-minute timed event. That will be coming up here. So it's time to set the field on its way. So on behalf of Cooper Tires and Mazda, drivers, start your engines.
field coming to life. I'm joined, of course, by Jeremy Shaw. And, Jeremy, we're talking about those top ten cars at this point. Then you had Gerhard Watzinger, 11th in the overall and lights one category in the number 32 machine. But we also have the lights two category here. In that qualifying session, Todd Slusher seemed to have it covered and late in the going. Brian Alder uh, really put together a great fire in his Bar 1 Motorsports uh, number 22, himself setting a track record. That's exactly right. So two track records here. The 14th pole in L2 for Brian Alder, the two-time defending champion. Behind him on the grid, then Todd Slusher, second on the grid. He is the uh, points leader coming into this weekend. Uh, third, next on the grid will be the final L1 car, Dave House in car number 86, and rounding out the field, three more L2 cars, John Salmon in car number 46, uh, Max DeAngelis in car number 7 and Ludovico Manfredi in car number 30. So a 17-car field. And again, we're talking about those two different categories, the two different classes, if you will. What sets them apart is the power plant. Both classes run the same Elan DP02 chassis. And it is, as we, you know, with those average speeds for the light one car, 120 plus miles an hour, uh, John talked about it in the open of the show. They produce an immense amount of downforce. It is a tremendously effective chassis in that regard. And then you put these Mazda engines in the back of these two categories. They get around here in a hurry. The difference is in Lights 1, although it's a slightly smaller displacement at 2 liters, a much more race-prepped version of the Mazda power plant at 2 liters, and uh, it goes. It produces uh, something in the neighborhood of 230-plus horsepower, great top speeds, but these guys don't get rid of speed, particularly at a track like this, because of that downforce. The Lights 2 power plant, also a Mazda, of course, and it's actually a slightly bigger displacement, but it's not as race-prepped. No, that's exactly right. And uh, that uh, 120-mile-an-hour average for Matt McMurray on the pole position, that's pretty amazing. I mean, that's not far short of the performance of the PC cars we just saw out there in qualifying for the tomorrow's Tudor United Sports Car Championship race. So an amazing effort there. Matt, Matt McMurray, boy, he's, uh, he's a qualifying demon. Yeah, this year he's had, this is his second pole on the season. Every other race, or the other six, he's been, or the other five in addition to that, he's been on the front row of the grid. He's the only guy to have started uh, from the front row in every single race. Yeah, that's been an impressive season uh, in terms of qualifying, obviously, and uh, the racing. But uh, I'll tell you, Matt McMurray, what a lap he threw down late in that session to slip past Kenton Cook. And, uh, you know, it wasn't by a uh, particularly, uh, you know, hundredth of a second, thousand of a second margin it was by almost three tenths of a second so McMurray really hooked it up he certainly did because Kenton Cook he's been the man to beat this season he won last year's uh, a Mazda MX-5 championship and with it a Mazda Speed scholarship to move on into the series of his choosing and he chose the prototype lights Cooper Tires prototype lights powered by Mazda and he's taken the series by storm this year winning five of the first six races finished second in the other one and in that, in that one said he started from 10th on the grid so he has very much been the man to beat this year spoke to Kenton yesterday after qualifying a little bit disappointed not to be on the pole but he feels he's got a fast car and he feels he can outrace his teammate and lights out on the pace car. We are going green this time by. And again, it is a 30-minute timed event here. And the pace car coming around, leading the field 
into view. Pace car ducks into pit lane. On the inside, the blue JDC entry of Matt McMurray. On the outside, the soul red entry of Kenton Cook. Boy, and Kenton not wanting to let Matt get much of a nose ahead. We are green, and the field whistling down into turn one. And especially from a rolling start, there's going to be virtually no abatement of speed, just accelerating hard through that corner and then setting off what is sure to be this roller coaster ride around this track down into turn two and again carrying immense speed that double apex corner and up into turn three for this field so far it looks like everybody was able to get through those first two corners fairly clean yeah we'd like to be able to uh, to talk about some pictures but we don't have pictures at the moment so uh, we have you're gonna have to wait until they come around to complete the first lap they'll be going around the moss hairpin right now and coming out onto the mario andretti straight away and we saw the jdc cars at the front of the field uh, in the qualifying session two of them on the front row number 20 of mcmurray mcmurray and the number 60 of kenton cook then the performance tech motorsports car of the double zero of robert alon holding down that third place at the start on the starting line and again, this is 2.45 miles, so uh, it's a relatively decently length track, but they get around here so quick already up into turn side. eight. Yeah, and this is a quick corner, but you can run it side by side. And Ken Cook taking advantage, jumping in Oops. to the early lead. That's a big Oops. spin there, I think. That is our pole sitter, Mac McMurray. Is it going spinning off on the inside of turn 10? That's nine. Could very well be, yes. Topi now into second. Elan still in third. So, yep, Matt McMurray getting it a little bit wrong. And, uh, boy, you can see he picked up a lot of dust and debris on those Cooper tires. So it's going to take him a couple of moments to sort this one out again. Yeah, so a big spin there. The exit probably a turn uh, eight there across to nine for... Uh, our upholstered, I, 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 it's hard to see from our vantage point here, but it looked like maybe the two cars, uh, Kenton Cook and Matt Murray, went into turn eight there, perhaps pretty much side, side by side. But uh, it was the guy who came out worst was Matt McMurray. The pole sitter then rejoins uh, a long way back from the rest of the field. Yeah, he absolutely did. Now he's got work to do for sure. And uh, we're going to try and uh, improve our vantage point here just a little bit, perhaps. So we can watch these cars down this front straight. And uh, it's interesting watching them as they attack this turn eight part of the track. And, Jeremy, as you said, you spotted that they went through there side by side. And uh, this time, no such situation. Kenton Cook has a margin, but he's not checking out on Clark Topi. Topi able to keep him relatively honest at this point. As they come by completing yet another lap as, uh, again, a 30-minute timed event in the books. Yeah, here they come through there, uh, rounding out the top ten there. Uh, Michael Klemecki there running well in sixth place, the uh, relatively local driver, at least from Ontario, from Windsor, Ontario. And he is running in uh, a sixth place at the moment. He qualified, he equaled his best qualifying effort yesterday, put that car seventh place on the grid. That's that number 31 machine for Eurosport Racing. And he's had a good start to this race as well. His best finish so far is a fifth place that came at Nola Motorsports Park down in Louisiana back in April. So up into the sixth place now and trying to keep the pressure and doing so on his first couple of laps on the uh, his fellow Masters driver, John Falb in car number 77. John Falb, he was just out there a few minutes ago qualifying in the PC car for tomorrow's race. So he's got a busy day today. 
And, and the interesting thing for John Falb, you'd think, okay, well, he got some extra track time. He knows where the grip is and the like. But these are such vastly different power plants in these in these cars. And uh, that prototype challenge car, uh, just the way it goes about making its power is a lot torquier. It's a whole different animal. So he's got to be careful not to uh, think about uh, that kind of a car. Clark Topey now comes through and turned a lap about a tenth quicker than Kenton Cook that time. And it's brought that margin back down to under eight tenths of a second. Second for Topi, Robert Elan still in the third spot and uh, just not quite able to match the pace of those two guys up front right now. And in fact, Austin Versteeg uh, right there running the same type of times as Elan. Yeah, a big battle there for third place in the uh, L2 class. The first two, they're still pretty much tied together. Todd, Brian Alder and Todd Slusher, kind of as 22 and 62 respectively. But there's a big kerfuffle there coming into the final corner with uh, Matt McMurray making up for that mistake on the first lap or the uh, off-course excursion on the first lap at least uh, and uh, fighting his way past Ludovico Manfredi, Max DeAndres and John Salmon who were pretty much uh, side by side <laughs> almost coming into the final corner. Yeah, that's a great scrap. And once again, you tend to find somebody that's running the same type of race pace as you are, and then you end up in a really good battle. And Topi is just reeling in Kenton Cook right now. Coming into turn eight, he has trimmed a huge chunk of that margin away. We're down to two car lengths as they come out of turn 10 onto the front straight, looking at the lap times as Alon just trying to stay in touch. But uh, it is a 115.54 for Cook and a 115.2 for Clark Topi. And that is best lap of the race thus far goes to Topi at this stage for Stieg. And now John Falb has been able to break free a little bit as he now is alone in the fifth spot. Tony Bullock getting around Klemecki. And that gives a bit of a buffer to Falb in that Masters battle. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. But uh, the last two laps, Clark Topi has been the fastest car on the racetrack here. 15.301 last time, around a 15.218 this time. Uh, and once again, that margin between the first two, just a couple of tenths of a second, a little bit more than that. But Clark Topi really piling on the pressure and keeping Kenton Cook honest. And remember, this is a 30-minute timed event. Tomorrow it goes to a 45-minute timed event. So a couple of different distances that these drivers have to learn to deal with. And again, that's part of the development program here. John talked about it uh, at the top of the show. Uh, this is where you learn racecraft and Topi this time incredibly close to Cook. Yeah, really under braking for turn eight. Just uh, gets even closer. He's within a car that's coming to the final couple of corners. And Kenton Cook now really is having to work hard to keep the youngster behind him. Uh, Kenton Cook just celebrated his 21st birthday last weekend. On the July 4th weekend, it was on July 5th, was his birthday on Sunday. But uh, Clark Topey, he's just 17 years of age, hot on his heels. Yeah, great fun watching this. Quite clearly, here we go, looking at that battle. Uh, the 30, the 22, and the 62, Brian Alder, as you said, uh, in pretty close concert here. And then here they come. Boy, and McMurray, as you, you had alluded to, trying to work his way up through the pack. He's gone by this group of cars. But Max DeAngelis really working over Ludovico Manfredi for that final podium spot in the Lights 2 category, uh, which would also be the Masters. All of the drivers in Lights 2 right now, Masters competitors. So it sort of repeats itself. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, Matt McMurray's worked his way back up into 13th place. His lap time last time around was a, a 69. So he's still a second away from the pace set by the two leaders who were basically identical on the last lap. And that was predicated by the fact that uh, Kento Cook leads uh, and Clark Topi is glued to his <laughs> gearbox. 
Boy, glued is it's not quite as close. But both cars, as you watch them through nine into ten, dancing around. So they are pushing these cars to the absolute limit here. Kenton Cook just goes to a 115.231. Topi that time a 115.63. So Kenton able to stretch that margin out just a bit again. In fact, Robert Alon on that last lap, Jeremy, a little quicker than Clark. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He's uh, really uh, coming on strong there. The battle continues in L1 between the 22 car of Brian Alden and number 62 of uh, of Todd Slosher. Pretty much, well, absolutely nose to tail across the line. Nothing to choose between those two in 11th and 12th places overall. And the number 46 at John Salmon, as uh, DeAngelis was making an attack on Manfredi, I think he got caught out just a little bit, and John Salmon he able to sneak through. So Ludovico still hangs on to third in lights, too, but Salmon has gone around DeAngelis for fourth and fifth. And watching Matt McMurray as he came through nine, as he rotated into ten, that car really had a bit of a slide. And I don't think it's a setup issue. I don't think it's a problem. I think he's just driving the wheels off that right now, trying. I mean, right now he's running laps three seconds quicker than anybody around him, and they're lights two cars, essentially. So that gives you an idea of what he's doing. And again, Kenton Cook this time looks like he's been able to stabilize that margin over Topi at the front. He goes a 15-5. Topi uh, a 15 low, 15-6. Yeah, I think uh, Kenton Cook's just kind of put his head down now. I think perhaps the first couple laps he was much driving on his mirrors just a little bit. <laughs> exactly. And worried more about uh, Clark Topi than he was about himself. But uh, he's had a spinner here. Car number 31 uh, has dropped back. Michael Klemecki uh, seems to have gone missing there. Has he come past? I haven't no, heard he anything on the radio. Nope, he's, he yeah, is he dropping, though. No, he didn't come come past on that lap. No reports at this stage from race control. Where are the two L2 cars as well? There's the 30. Oh, there's, is that Klemecki making his way slowly into it pit is. lane? Yeah, in car number 31. But we lost the two L2 cars. Uh, so Slusher, Brian Alden oh, yeah. and Todd Slusher must have had a, I've got to presume, they've had some sort of a coming together somewhere out on the racetrack. Yeah, I have not yet heard anything on that, but you're right, Klemecki. Alder Slusher all missing at this point in terms of completing laps. Oh, look hey, at well, this. Here's, here's one of them. This, this is uh, Brian Alder coming through here. Yep. Uh, a lap down now. So he is at least able to re rejoin behind the two race leaders. I think that might be Slusher that's yes, limping is. into the pits. And it looks like he may have some damage. I'm not sure he's going to make the pits. Well, I guess he might, but, boy, it's a, it's a struggle, isn't it, Jeremy? Yeah, he's uh, limping it now up to slightly uphill pit entrance. Meanwhile, continuing to watch the uh, battle here, the 25 and the 28, that's Joel Janko and Don Yount battling for Tony the... Uh, Tony Bullock as well. Yeah. On that. Boy, they're dropping like flies at the moment. That's kind of rare. Watsinger now up into the eighth place. Man, we've just gone full course caution. Okay, here comes Dave House now. He's moved himself up uh, from the 14th position up into ninth. And then this battle for what is now the lead in L2. Yeah. The Dubica Manfredi leads away from John Salmon and uh, and uh, Max DeAngelis. And the uh, response vehicles have just dispatched here from turn 10 and uh, are out. So we are under caution. But, yeah, Ludovico Manfredi now currently, as you said, leading in the Lights 2 category. John Falb, fifth overall, leads Masters for Lights 1 with Joel Janko and Don Yount right there. And here comes Kenton Cook, still on the pace a little bit. I think he just realized 
Uh, it's, uh, he needs to back off. The guy who will be appreciating this, we don't like to see cautions, but one guy likes it, and it's Matt McMurray. Yeah, and uh, Robert Alon, too, because he turned some good laps before we went to this full course caution. And for Matt McMurray, he'd been working his way through the field, but again, lost a lot of time on that last lap, so I think he must have had another spin. 149 uh, was the yeah. lap time last time around for Matt McMurray, so he's now fallen once again to the back of the pack, back in the 13th place. Well, you know, and I hate to say it, but I wonder if, because uh, as he was coming up through the pack, he would have been catching the Alder Slusher. No, he'd already uh, He'd already gone by them? Yep. When they went missing? Uh, well, wait a minute. Actually, it was on that same lap, wasn't it? Good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, like he I said, he very was... quickly, yeah. But, uh, yeah, good point. He, I mean, he was running so much quicker than they were, and I wonder if he didn't surprise them somewhere. Somebody making a move into pit lane. Try and pick that number. Oh, and then it goes behind. I think it is, and there's a big, big piece of bodywork missing from that left front corner on that car. Yeah, someone's taking a bite out of that. <laughs> Don't think it was a salmon either, was it? It's all right. That's okay. Yellow flag. I'm hooked. <laughs> You're hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take the bait, huh? Right. So under caution then, and we are, what, uh, 12 minutes into this race, uh, so not quite halfway, waiting for the safety tick car to come on around. Nine laps in the books, and uh, a bit of a messy race there, but certainly for yeah. the two leaders, uh, a really good start by Clark Topi, moving himself up from fourth on the grid into second, taking advantage of a, a miscue on the first lap by Matt McMurray. Matt McMurray, he's been the the, uh, the pole master this year, certainly the front row master in terms right. of qualifying. Never been off the front row in all of the uh, seven races we've had this season, but um, only uh, not not often enough as he converted those into uh, top uh, positions. Just he's had a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth, uh, and that's the best he's got to show for it. So and he won't have much better than that today as well. Yeah, I think our incident, uh, we, we didn't get a report on location, but I think it's down in turn one, Jeremy, because the number, turn 10 corner station here, not only uh, do they have the double yellows up, they have a yellow and a white flag, and the white flag is an indication of a safety vehicle or a slow-moving vehicle on track. And we did see two uh, response vehicles release here from turn 10. So I think well, it may have been turn one where the incident happened. Yeah, and, and it, as they came across the line on lap to complete lap six, Matt McMurray was just closing in on that battle for the L2 lead between Brian Alder uh, and uh, and Todd Slusher. So I fancy those three cars must have must have gotten together down there. Matt McMurray continued around uh, and completed the next lap reasonably well, but a lap after that, he fell way back again. So... Uh, and now he's uh, finally made his way into the pits. Yeah, and uh, now out of the pits as he would just drove on by. So the only car in the pits right now is Slusher, but Tony Bullock. Uh, Slusher's, uh, he, uh, yeah. uh, well, he, he had, yes, he did come in the pits. He had limped yeah. in, yeah, very, very slowly. So the order right now, Kenton Cook, Clark Topi, Robert Alon, your top three, the 60 and the 10. Once again, uh, again running for JDC Motorsports, Alon in the double zero for Performance Tech Motorsports. Then the 16 of Austin Versteeg, also for Performance Tech, sits fourth. 
Fifth is the 77 of John Falb for One Motorsports. He's the top place Masters driver. Sixth in Lights One. Second in Lights One Masters is Joel Janko. That's the number 25 performance tech car as the field comes around under control of the pace car. Seventh in Lights One. Third in Lights One Masters is the number 28 of Don Yount and his Yount Motorsports machine. Then in eighth, it is Gerhard Watzinger, another Masters driver. Eighth uh, in lights one, ninth in lights one, another Masters driver, Dave House, who's been the big mover, been able to take advantage of uh, uh, some of these incidents that we've seen play out here for one motorsports as well. And then completing the top ten is your top driver in the lights two category, the red 30 of Ludovico Manfredi. And, again, all the Masters, all the lights two drivers are Masters drivers. So it is Manfredi in 10th. 11th is second in lights two and lights two Masters, John Salmon in the 46th. And Max DeAngelis is third, 12th at this stage. Brian Alder uh, is the only uh, – actually, I said all the drivers in, in uh, Lights 2 are Masters. Not Alder. I, I should clarify that. Uh, but he sits now fourth in class. Question is, if he was caught up in that uh, melee, is that car healthy? Yeah, but it, whatever it is, if it's healthy, it looks okay. Mm-hmm. But it's a lap da- It's It's not quite a lap down, actually, to the other contenders in the class. But he is trapped behind the uh, – the pace, the uh, sa- the pace car, safety car. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to get away. I don't think we have a wave around in this series. So uh, he's a lap down to the race leader, but not quite to the other Masters contenders in their class. And therefore, that's going to close up the championship battle in uh, L2 considerably because coming into this weekend, Todd Slusher held a 12-point advantage over Brian Alder, uh, but um, neither of those two are, are going to score particularly well this weekend. Yeah, I mean, what would have been uh, with Slusher in the pits and apparently broken and done, a golden opportunity for Alder to really open up yeah. uh, and, uh, and and take a run at Slusher suddenly gets blunted if he is, in fact, trapped at the uh, right in front is, of well, the rest of the pack. Yeah, that's going to be a tough, he's, tough he's day. He's just behind the top two uh, on the on the road. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's Kenton Cook and Clark Topi, I believe, are the first two cars on the racetrack, and I think that Brian Alder is between those two and Robert Alon, who is certainly around about there, so I'm going to have to wait until they, they come past one more time. As uh, Yeah, they're coming up now towards turn eight. Lights are still on the safety car. One of the safety trucks is going to pull off right in front of us in turn 10, so that's good news. That car has done a complete lap. It's uh, attended to the incident, which we believe was down in turn one, has now made its way off the racetrack in turn 10. And you're absolutely right. Here comes Alder, third in the yeah. queue. So uh, a lap down to the overall leaders and just about a lap behind the rest of the field here. And it's interesting, you know, you talked about that uh, that safety truck coming around. It it really is fascinating how the, the uh, EV systems at these tracks work. You've got specific spots where you stage vehicles to get to the quickest response to your key areas. And what often happens when one leaves, and in this case from 10 down to 1, uh, everybody rotates around. And just so that truck may have been down at, uh, at turn uh, 5. It rotates up so that the truck in 1 can go to the next station. So you can get back to green quicker if that's the case. Obviously, it's not quite ready yet. But we get a call from Race Control, Jeremy. It lights out on the uh, safety car. So we will be going green this time around. And as that happens... Uh, we should be right around the 10 minutes or so to go in this one uh, time frame. Yeah, that's right. 30-minute race then, and we'll have, as you say, about 10 minutes, so perhaps a little bit under that 
to reach to the end of the race and it's going to be our championship leader Kenton Cook who leads away in car number 60 for JDC Motorsports his teammate Clark Topi right behind him Robert Alon runs in third place in the performance tech car number double zero but he has the L2 car of uh, of uh, Brian Alder between himself and the top two cars. The youngster, Austin Versteeg, car number 16, because he's 16 years of age, for performance tech in the fourth place. And then the three, four Masters contenders, actually five Masters contenders, John Falb, Joel Janko, that's the 77, 25, 28 of Don Yount, the number 32 car, Gerhard Watzinger. It's a good opportunity for him to make some ground here because... Uh, He's got quite a quick car. And then Dave House in kind of 86. One Motorsports, the team that he runs for, they really are stepping up their presence yeah. in this championship. It's great to see. You know, you see the JDC and you see Performance Tech. And, uh, you know, to see One Motorsports uh, come in big like this is great. Lights yeah. out. Jeff, Jeff Schaefer, who's the principal at their One Motorsports, he certainly has aspirations of moving up into uh, PC or whatever that is in the Tudor United Sports Car Championship. But lights out. Pace car is in. And listening to the call, we're green. Oh, no, we've got contact. Three cars right at the exit of turn 10 as they were coming out onto the straight. We're right back to a full course caution at this point. Oh, boy, right as we were going green, I could see a car just tink one of the guys in front, spun him around, and it collected uh, the rest of the field coming up behind him. So let's see, one of the cars backing out of the melee is the number 30. It's Michael Klemecki. Yeah. Several laps down, rejoined at the back. And, uh, and Matt he was Murray, innocent on this one. Matt McMurray was in that little melee as well. Uh, there were a couple of slower cars ahead of Matt McMurray. Uh, and I'm not so sure that he might not have made a contact uh, with a couple of them, with I, one of those guys. I hate to say it. I think I think in his haste uh, to take advantage of that caution, and he already had damage to the left front of that car. I think he may have collected one of these guys. Just got into the throttle a little bit soon, and that's what pitched him into the spin and collected the others. Uh, the blue car down in front of us was trying to back up and get back going, but he's either high sighted on a curb or he's hooked. Now, yeah, the workers get out there, and they just made a quick move, lifted him for a second, and he was able to uh, pretty much back up on his own. That is the number seven of Max DeAngelis. Yeah, and the number 46 car, John okay. Salmon, down there as well. Boy. Involved in that incident. So that's second and third in lights, Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it was, it was the, the top three cars were nose to tail getting ready for the restart there. And, yep. uh, it, you know, certainly Ludovic Manfredi was lucky not to get involved as well. And Salmon was going to back up, and the crew said, hang on just a second because the field's coming through here. But every time he puts it in reverse, at first I thought maybe he was just high-sided, but the way he puts it in reverse and the way the, the way the car moves, I'm not sure that something's not broken at the back of that car here. And if that's the case, this could really run us up against the clock here, Jeremy. Yeah, you're right. And uh, Matt McMurray, he was, uh, he was a lap down to everybody else having made that pit stop after the incident earlier on you can see the damage to the left front corner on that car there is michael klemecki he's able to get going again at least but he's uh, several laps down to the rest of the field boy this will be frustrating beyond belief for john salmon and uh, max DeAngelis, especially DeAngelis, who with the problems for slusher with the problems for alder had a real shot at a podium here and uh, now it looks like he may have broken. He's sitting in the car. Yeah, now he's uh, taking off the head surround and is going to be getting out of the car. But every time he tried to back up, at first I thought he was just high-sided on something. 
but something at the back of that car is broken because he'd put it in reverse and the car would just suddenly start bucking and uh, trying to step sideways. And uh, that's going to frustrate. And again, remember, these guys have a race tomorrow. So how deep is the damage to some of these cars? How deep is the pocketbook for the repairs? This is, after all, a development series. Yeah, so uh, carrying the Canadian flag there is uh, Max DeAndres from Bell River uh, up here. And, um, yeah, it would be a big disappointment, certainly, for him. That car is going to go away on the end of a tow rope. Yeah, I think it's going to be up on a... On a hook, I think I, I think he's got a broken suspension in the back of that thing. Yeah, it was a really unfortunate incident. Just Truly, went back to green. So yellow it is again. And what's the time clock now? Six minutes to go in this race. Well, if everybody could continue, and if they opt to in this one and just need to get the uh, okay from race control to once he's on the back of that record and just have the record back up, go counter course right into the cutout here at ten. That could save them a lot of time of trying to get that car down the front straight and find a safe place to tuck at this point. We'll see how they opt to handle another car making a call in, and this is another car involved in their broken right front body work, rear wing missing on that machine. That's John Salmon's that, machine. That uh, is Salmon, so he's into the pits. Well, you know, I was talking with uh, with Kenton Cook earlier in the weekend, and uh, you know, we were talking about the great run he's been having this year and the like and uh, everything, and he said, yeah, he said, it's it's been fine. He goes, but I'd sure like to have one of these just go green, start to finish, so we can really go out there and race. And uh, not this one, unfortunately. Not this one, no, you're right. <sighs> so uh, just about five minutes to go in the race. The kind of a seven ox of Max DeAndres is now up on the on the hook. The car should be moving away fairly shortly. It's going to make sure it's properly secured before it is taken away. Yeah, that's relatively key. Yes. <laughs> yes, this has certainly been a disappointing race here for, for yeah. a bunch of drivers. And we've only got 10 cars now on the lead lap. We started with 17. Uh, we've got three others uh, who are, well, actually four others are still running. Three of them one lap down. That's John Salmon. Uh, Brian Alder, who's been the big recipient here, he's up now into the third place in the class again, having been involved in that incident uh, a little while ago. Matt McMurray also is still running as well, all with, with a uh, heavily wounded car. And then uh, Michael Klemecki is two laps down in the 14th position overall. Yeah, and I think Matt McMurray may have been just a little exuberant on this restart. You know, we don't know what happened with the earlier incident that caused the bodywork damage to the left front because that was already broken when this happened. So, all right, looks like they're going to uh, take the... Uh, Number seven of DeAngelis, and they can just actually they can get down by pit out, and they can just tuck it down there, hopefully. Yeah. And the uh, EV crew here, the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park EV group. Let's see, I think uh, see if they're going to head down or just back up into turn ten. No call yet from race control. Yeah, there's no way they can go green this time by with the uh, vehicle still That's sitting here on the right. front straight. That's right. The uh, the uh, safety car now coming into the final couple of corners. Last time around for the pace car, for the safety car, was at 2 minutes 25. Uh, and we've now got th just over three minutes to go. So it's conceivable we can get get around here and maybe just get a, a green-white checkered f finish. Uh, I think that's uh, certainly conceivable. If they can get the uh, truck off the road here and just waiting for the field to go past. And I believe it's going to uh, get get, uh, get removed and out of the way. Are they going to try and reverse that car, that truck? Yeah, they're well, not reverse it, just flat turn it around. 
and drive it in, which is a good call and to get him into a tough spot. Now, what they can do here, uh, Race Control does have the opportunity to get a hold of the pace car, and you know, you'll know you hear pace car plus 10, pace car plus 20 sometimes if you're listening to scanners, which is basically, you know, Miles Brower saying, pick the pace up here. We want to bring them around and get them two laps as opposed to one or whatever, so we'll see if that, in fact, happens. Yeah, I think we've got enough time uh, to get the cars around and, and take uh, the uh – the green flag, and it'll just be a one lap. It'll be the green and the white, and a one lap dash to finish. We've got one of the Porsche intervention vehicles coming back onto pit lane. I think the uh, the safety car with the field behind it is, I would imagine, around about uh, Moss Corner, and they're coming onto the Mario Andretti straight away. So as things have shaken out here now, Ludovico Manfredi leads lights two. Brian Alder is second in lights two, albeit down a lap at this stage to Ludovico Manfredi, but right before that restart, it was looking pretty bleak for Brian Alder with uh, his position at the front of the queue, but almost a lap down, suddenly he finds himself not only on a podium, but a potential second spot. Uh, That's pretty remarkable here. It's Kenton Cook, Clark Topi, Robert Alon. Currently, your lights one podium. Your lights one master's podium would be the car sitting in fifth, sixth, seventh overall. John Falb in the 77, the 25 of Janko, and the 28 of Don Yount would be that scenario in your uh, third place, as it shows, is John Salmon, but we just saw him run down the pits, but uh, yeah, well, he's, and he's still in the pits, isn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah. He's uh, lost another lap now, so uh, he's out, out of contention for that. It's, uh, we've got only two cars still running, I think, now in L2, yeah. unfortunately. Ruder Manfredi has a one-lap advantage over Brian Alder, uh, and then uh, I believe John Salmon... Uh, is out of the race. Max Andrews' car we saw uh, is was uh, pulled away, and Todd Slusher is already into pit into the pit lane. Fifty seconds to count on the clock. Imagine the uh, safety car should be coming up the hill, underneath uh, the Canadian Tire Bridge fairly shortly. I would hope. And then we'll yeah, here it comes now. The unfortunately yeah. lights are still on. Lights are still on. Getting a report, checkered flag this time. Oh, that's disappointing. Checkered flag this time. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Well, maybe. Cutting the losses, unfortunately. Yeah, well, and, and uh, by the time. The safety it, car slowed right down, too. For some yeah, reason. it did. So, well, folks, not how we like to have these end, but this one's going to end under caution here. Boy, that is unfortunate indeed, but uh, at, at the sharp end of things, you can see the great speed and the uh, abilities of Kent Cook and Clark Topi, Robert Alon, young Austin Versteeg uh, doing a very, very strong job at this point. But the field comes out of the final turn onto the front straight, and the checker awaits them along with the yellows. Indeed it does. So it'll be uh, yet another win then for... Kenton Cook, he'll take him anywhere you can get him at six wins out of seven for our championship leader. And a victory, the first victory for Ludovico Manfredi in the L2 class. That's uh, uh, been a good effort. Yeah, it's his first win. He's had a couple of uh, second-place finishes in L2 before now. That'll be his first win from, I think he's he's based in Key Biscayne, Florida, Ludovico Manfredi. He's done a lot of racing in all sorts of different series all over the world, actually, over the years. But uh, certainly he will be he'll be delighted with a win, I would hope, because he kept his nose clean. He had a, a really good battle in the early stages with three cars battling for that win. Absolutely. Uh, it would have been fun to see this one play out a little bit better, but those are the swing, the slings and arrows, as they say, of outrageous racing fortune here 
and uh, that's going to uh, put paid to uh, this one here. But, again, they get an opportunity to do it again tomorrow, and it will, again, be at the end of the day. This will be the, uh, I think, one of the, the second to the last race of the weekend here will be the lights uh, Cooper Tires Prototype Lights Championship, powered by Mazda, second of the doubleheader events, uh, 45 minutes coming up late in the day tomorrow. This program is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.